Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm going to make uh, Tuka Rask into Santa Claus, particularly from Elf. Because not enough people <laughs> believe in him, but he still gets the fucking job done and comes to hey. clutch when he needs to. Right, that, so. was, that was good. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Live, no, not live, from the Bruins and Bruins <laughs> podcast studios in Portland, Maine, Reading, Massachusetts, and San Diego, California. This is the Bruins and Bruins podcast, a hockey podcast, network, drinkable podcast, you can taste, presented by Bruins diehards. My name is Cam Hasbrook. I am joined, as per usual, by these two absolute stallions of co-hosts, Drew <laughs> Doob Schmoob Johnson and Chris Sweaty Hockey Gear. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Oh my god, that was the most on-brand <laughs> intro. Holy shit. That, that uh, was great, Kale. Welcome Cheers new listeners. <laughs> Cheers to you, Kale. Holy shit. Yeah, that caught me off guard, honestly. I don't know where that came from, but... <laughs> it came from, like, deep within your soul. Yeah, it was just... It was pure fate. It was meant to be. Gentlemen, what are we drinking? I'll kick us off. This was a celebratory situation. So, got myself a Pliny the Elder from Russian River. Uh, it's it's a classic double IPA, and I feel like it's one of those beers that everyone kind of thinks about as like, whoa, is this like the best beer ever made? Um, and I don't know, maybe. Give it a taste. Yeah, we got to explain our scale of ratings. I think it'd be we? better if we didn't. I feel like it's kind of <laughs> better if we don't. Yeah, we didn't do it beforehand, so. <laughs> we did the first time we did it. Uh, Way yeah, back I mean, when. I gotta take another, another hit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that is really delicious. Yeah, it's magically delicious. <laughs> yeah, well here's here's the thing. That's uh, an eight percent beer. That doesn't taste anywhere near eight percent. That's pretty dangerous. So, all right, we'll, we'll start with taste. Um, on a scale from are we, are we one to thirty-seven or zero to thirty-seven? I think it's zero just to 30 thirty-seven. Yeah. I think I think you could go into the negatives. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I think it's it's negative thirty-seven. It's negative thirty-seven to positive thirty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, (laughs) Zero being the worst. On a on a taste, I'm gonna go thirty-seven. That's you can taste that. You can absolutely taste this beer. Absolutely delicious, and it is tasteable. Drinkability. I think you're gonna finish that beer. It's oh yeah, I mean, it's it's already like it. halfway gone. <laughs> Dangerously drinkable. I, I think that both helps and hurts it, uh, considering it is a double IPA. So we're gonna go seventeen. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be crushing these all day. All right. All right. Enough. Well, I'm also in a celebratory mood, which is why I didn't go out to the store today. So I'm featuring the same beer as I did last episode <laughs> 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 to keep things on brand. Um, it is a Hop Around Green Rabbit Double IPA 
from Howler Brewery in Williamsburg, Mass. Uh, I'll start with drinkability to switch it up. You know, got to keep people on their toes. Um, it's also an 8%. It also doesn't feel like it's an 8% uh, when you're drinking it. And so, yeah, I'm going to give drinkability... Uh, I'll go pretty high with that one. I'll give it a... Uh, I'll go 35 out of 37. And in terms of taste, you can definitely taste it. I'm thinking mid-20s. I'm thinking some Brandon Carlo action, 25 out of 37. All right. Well, I got some big shoes to fill here. Uh, bet you can't, so... <laughs> bet you can't, so... Uh, in, <laughs> I guess pretty much on brand as well. I'm actually not drinking a beer today. Uh, it's actually a cider. Fuck is I was <laughs> <laughs> I was down in New Hampshire earlier. Uh, Welcome to Brews Plus Cam and Bruins. <laughs> I was down in New Hampshire earlier, and uh, I had to take advantage of the no state tax. So uh, for the you know no sales tax, so I popped so in the liquor cider? store. They didn't sell beer, but they didn't sell cider. So I figured I'd grab some of that. So I am drinking a Stormalong Legendary Dry American Hard Cider. Um, as far as ciders go, I think that's a name that our good friend of the pod, Colin, will definitely enjoy. Because uh, it's got more than four words in it, so he automatically hates it. Shouts uh, to Ads, I've never Z. tried this one before uh, until a couple seconds ago, but uh, we're going to give it another go here for a fresh rating. 6.5%, definitely more on the dry side as far as ciders go, not a sweeter one. Um, a little bit of bitter, a, a little bit of a you know citrusy kind of uh, sour kick to it, but definitely not overwhelmingly sweet. Uh, apparently I was also in a celebration mood here because it said this cider is champagne-like. And it does kind of have champagne-like vibes. Uh, I was reading along <clears throat> the description, which I always like to do here, and uh, said it's made with some rare apples here in the United States, and they've got some funny names. So <laughs> rare apples, yeah, rare apples. <laughs> Seems well, ill-advised. Check I would make this it out. With very common <laughs> yeah. apples. Seems sustainable that way. <laughs> yeah, these apples are rare in the United States with curious names like Ashmead's Kernel, Chisel Jersey, which I think is just excellent, <laughs> Dabinette. <laughs> And Esopus Spitzenberg. So I don't know if any of those are real or if they're just fucking yanking my chain here, but... Um, chiseled, chiseled jersey sounds like uh, something they'd make in like Arizona to wear as their alternates. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, drinkability, pretty good, not overwhelmingly flavorful. A little, again, more on the bitter side than the sweet, so you wouldn't get overwhelmed by it. Give it a solid 25, pretty good for cider. Taste, it's definitely subtle. Like I said, not overpowering by any means. Definitely on the drier side by a, a good margin. So I'd give it like a, a 9, a pretty subtle flavor there. But uh, a pretty good cider. Not bad at all. Right on. Nice. Yeah. Good shit. So uh, for those of you who have listened for a while, we are on episode 41, the Yaroslav Halak episode, going back-to-back with the goaltenders. And... As a little early teaser, I think we're going to have some more goaltending talk next week with a good friend of the pod coming back on. We'll save that for us to just run into the ground on Twitter when we're teasing it this week. (laughs) But this is also Season 2, Episode 1. We were recently picked up by the Hockey Podcast Network. Yeah, I think I can speak for everyone and say um, we're a little bit underwhelmed about this. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. We are super (laughs) excited. Uh, about the opportunity to partner with these guys and on all the other great podcasts they have out there. It's going to open up a lot of doors for us, and, and for those of you longtime listeners, uh, we're going to have more of the the same type of content that we've had in the past, but more of it as well as uh, some new things. And for those of you who are just jumping on for the first time, I'm going to wrap this up quick because somebody's coming to arrest me, it sounds like. But uh, <laughs> we've got some interesting stuff, and it might just be Chris and Drew. So, guys, you want to take it over? They, they just the, like that, we've been canceled. They want them rare apples, bro. That's 
<laughs> um, yeah. Those those uh, Apple mines that uh, using unethical uh, Apple practices. Yeah, for uh, like former former as if now they're leaving because we joined a network. <laughs> uh, prior, uh, current, old listeners, uh, original, original, original six. Probably former um, listeners at this point. To be honest with you, I don't yeah. think anybody makes it through more than one episode of this shit. But yeah, give uh, the hockey podcast network a follow at hockey podnet on Twitter, and uh, if you're new, give us a follow at Brews and Bruins on Twitter. And you can follow us on Instagram, too, if you want. That's just a bunch of beer picks, basically. Some good old beer porn for you. All right, so, guys, we'll give a couple uh, couple little intros here. We'll toss it around the block of the Knights of the uh, Triangular Table here, I guess, because there's only three of us. For those of you new <laughs> listeners, just kind of get a rundown of who everybody is, uh, what our background is, I guess, with the podcast, and maybe just, I guess, how the podcast even came to be, because in fitting fashion, it kind of started as a joke, and... Here we are at nine, and it still is a joke. It still is a joke. Yeah, we should clarify. Nothing's changed since then. But yeah, somebody want somebody want to kick this one off here and just give a little background about uh, who you are, where you're from, you know, miracle style. Yeah, I'll give it a go. I'm Chris Gear. I live in San Diego, and that's my whole story. That's kind of a shitty story. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a shit life right there. Yeah, well, we we all <laughs> met via thehockeywriters.com. Oh, we all we were all writers for that crew. And then had a few years between where we weren't all, I guess, Drew had moved. I, I moved on way earlier than you guys did because I, you know, I got a job. Yeah, those things uh, are kind of annoying. Do, but. <laughs> <laughs> doing what I uh, studied to do, uh, which is which aerospace is engineering. Being an astronaut. He's actually from I the I think ISS I talked to yeah, over yeah. you. <laughs> space, space cowboy. Space cowboy. And so then I, I think. Drew left eventually, and then Cam was still hanging on for a while. And Cam was there forever. <laughs> yeah, wh- while Cam was still on there, we were, uh, I don't know, we started up kind of doing a beer thread anytime there was a Bruins game on, on the weekends, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of started. Not during the week, s- too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was trying to save a little bit of face, but that seems stupid at this point. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah so we, I don't know, we'd have a little side thread on Twitter, like, I don't know, just joking around about, like, oh, what if we just, like, made a podcast out of this, like, talking about beer and talking about the Bruins, and then... Yeah, so I think <laughs> I think the funny thing is, is, like, like me and Chris tried to make it a thing, and then only we'd respond to each other, <laughs> and then once in a while, Cam would hop in, and one of those times, like, yeah, it was just, like, that joke, like, a reply in the thread, hey, what if we did a podcast, and then... Uh, I remember messaging uh, both of you on Twitter and making a group, and I was like, I was only half kidding. Like, why don't, why, don't we, <laughs> why don't we fucking do that? Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are, nine months are. later, I think. Something about that. Uh, Ten? 43 weeks. 43 Actually, no, weeks, 11 months. It started two. in February, didn't it? Yeah. Well, sure. I'm pretty sure it was February. Yeah, it was February 6th. He's got a tattooed on his ass. <laughs> Not the only ass tattoo he's gotten from this podcast, by the way, folks. No, unfortunately, yeah, it is for now. Get this podcast to a thousand followers, and, and Drew will get another one. Yeah, of Chris and I's name <laughs> on a hockey puck in a beer. Property of <laughs> no, just just two uh, two like jerseys with the names on the back hanging in the rafters. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I, I want. Love it. I want I'm our glad, names hanging in the rafters of Drew's butt. <laughs> uh I like that we uh, we we can sell my body for for traction on Twitter. It's great, <laughs> love it. 
it's uh, all my hopes and dreams, the hopes and dreams of my parents, too. So let's make it a reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sign up for Drew's OnlyFans. The American <laughs> dream. If you if you work and study hard enough, one day you can sell your ass for Twitter followers. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's Drew, everyone. By the way, he says all this while wearing a Cookie Monster shirt, which I just love. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm from uh, Reading, Mass. Shoutouts to, uh, yeah, Reading, I guess. I don't know. Get me out. Give me, give me uh, like $10,000 and I'll move to Portland with uh, Cam. So, yeah, I am Cam Hasbrook. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Cam Hasbrook. Shocking, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm up here in Portland, Maine, uh, originally from New York. Uh, spent a couple years in Maryland, but now up here in New England for the first time. Yeah, Cam, uh, Cam just spent his entire childhood in Albany and never in Albany. To... <laughs> yeah, it was a great time, though. <laughs> So yeah, here I mean I, I guess I don't have too much left to fill in there. I, you guys kind of covered the bases, but uh, yeah, I guess the the big takeaway is this started off as a joke and it continues to be a joke. Except people seem to like take it as not a joke, which is weird to me. But or maybe they're just in on the joke. Maybe that's probably a lot more. Yeah, likely. I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. So also I should say I should say because you guys gave like an actual intro. It's like hi, I'm from here. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I'm a student at Salem State <laughs> University. Drew's like, oh, I got stuff I got to say. Wait, I don't know what to Thanks say. Study. Thanks for cutting off Cam's intro um, to <laughs> contribute nothing. Uh, I, <laughs> and that's basically what I do here. Um, you, I shut Cam up cut, a lot of the time. You cut off Cam. Cam's just lucky to be here. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. Uh, so, yeah, we, we when we first started this podcast back in February, there was hockey being played and all that cool stuff. You may have heard about this coronavirus thing that hit since then, canceled the sports for a while, and and here we are in mid-December with no hockey. And people are still listening to this podcast for yeah, some reason. Yeah, you know, I think it worked for us. It kind of gave us an opportunity to, to find our groove and, and expand beyond just, like, game recaps and shit, because, you know, no offense to any podcasts that just stick to that stuff, but, I you know, I think we recognize that we're not ESPN and nobody's coming for that, so... Uh, I, you know, we certainly will address hockey and beer. Those are the two main things, as the title implies. But just strap in, because there's a whole lot of other bullshit coming your way that n- n- you don't know about, and we certainly fucking don't know about. So, <laughs> and, and we should we should do a sincere shout out to Bruins diehards who uh, took us on mm-hmm. at, at a young age, saw saw our potential, uh, <laughs> and and really gave us the room to flourish and uh, and. We're still with them. They're, they're still here. Yeah. Thanks to both them and the Hockey Podcast Network for being on board with, uh, you know, splitting us, giving us two Christmases. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's pretty much what it was for, yeah. <laughs> on that note, all three of us write for Bruins Diehards, so we should probably mention that. Today. Yeah, we should probably we, we also like, start yeah. writing again. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, Drew, yeah. Drew has written most recently of the three yeah. of us. I've written by, literally one By, like, a large margin. <laughs> Drew, Drew wrote an article, like, two weeks ago or a week ago and I, and then before that it was like four months I, I, I wrote something that was like a preview for the bubble so i think that's the last thing i wrote yeah i wrote just an absolute bullshit article <laughs> that's been my only one so far but presented by bruins presented by bruins <laughs> so yeah tonight of course you know not too much hockey to talk about should we do like a uh, like what to expect from us going forward or something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of yeah. what I was itching into before. Yeah, I mean, and so if you didn't see our our announcement video, go check that out. Good job, Drew, throwing that together. I think 
That's stay tasty, the, Drew. That's a hundred percent the vibe that we're going for. Just super weird. And if and if you're not in on the joke, then either get in or you're probably not gonna like us. <laughs> Our vibe is being immediately alienating if you're not in on the vibe (laughs) Um, i I think our i think our vibe is very much the type of people who have things said to them on the internet like oh i bet you're fun at parties uh but we actually are fun at parties yeah we're just doing it ironically i I don't know about that honestly honestly, i'm not sure about that either i'm usually just like the stoned guy in the corner at parties i don't know it's kind of my mantra yeah that's fair i mean uh yeah i don't want to speak for all of us and pretend like we're uh like a monochromatic big honcho but... man <laughs> well we're famous now we're basically celebrities right? yeah so... i don't know i think i think we give off a certain vibe and then people kind of see who we actually are and they're like that's not what i was expecting i was talking about this with drew after last week's pod i think the best way to describe our podcast personalities is really just like an exaggerated version of our normal day-to-day personalities at least for me that's definitely the vibe i get from drew chris is probably a little bit more serious during (laughs) little do you know this is who i am like actually (laughs) i don't know i assume when chris is like fixing rocket ships outside you know on the moon or something he has to be a little more serious but i take work very seriously but i think you'd be surprised at our work environment (laughs) fair fair enough you got some uh, more intel than that Uh, i mean a lot of my best what's up with that monolith dude i know you know about it yeah, sorry, I can't uh, can't discuss that. But a lot of my best friends are people I work with, and I feel like they would all fit in very well in this kind of vibe. Did they make the monolith? No, I think they actually discovered like it's a an art collective that uh, is across the world that's just making these and like putting them somewhere. So yeah, they've been, they've been um, a bunch of them in like Europe and stuff. Too oh, and now. If, if you hear any barking, which you definitely do, because that's that's Nelson. Um, uh, my roommate and I have at times anywhere between three and six dogs so they just uh, ignore that <laughs> they just walk in and out uh, well dogs on a- capacity is six yeah. but there's a minimum of three necessary to keep the the household running <laughs> you must, must efficiently you walk in there's a big sign that says must have at least three dogs present it's like reverse social distancing <laughs> for dogs all right, so yeah, if nobody else has anything to, to add about what we do here. It's just, uh, <laughs> I don't know, just, I, I think going forward, like, yeah, you're going to get, I, I think, pretty smart hockey talk. I think we're all, like, on the way rational end of the... Yeah, wait, first of all, if, if you spectrum. think Tuka Rask is, like, bad, just stop fucking listening right now. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to, like, overly, like, stand Tuka, but just... If you think that Tuka Rask sucks because he didn't have a shutout in Game 7 in the Stanley Cup Final, probably not your podcast. I'm just going to lay it out there straight for you. I, I do appreciate that we we are immediately just coming right out and being like, hey, don't listen to this podcast if... It's literally... We're, we're like the scene in Step Brothers where they're like, why don't we tell you about our weaknesses? And they're like, we're not very particularly good listeners. You know, we don't learn at all. We're very distracted. It's pretty much what we're doing here. Just laying out on the board. We're just transparent here. You know, we're transparent. Yeah, we, we don't want we don't want you to get to like episode three of season two and and be like surprised. We we want to put it all out there and get you guys ready. Yeah, this is, this is gonna be a little weird. Yeah, you know, going forward, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of bonus content. We're gonna do some live streams. We're gonna have uh, some like mini episodes, basically interviewing people. Um, we're gonna definitely make some more videos. We have one one in the works and yeah yeah and and all to, sorts to, of cool stuff 
uh, to our friends in the community that we already have that we're bringing along with us. Huge thank you to all of you. This is because yeah. of you. Um, we we wouldn't exist. Cheers. I, I mean, we would exist. Like that's that's not that's being a little uh, <laughs> not dude, butterfly, I, butterfly I, effect. I, the, butterfly yeah, effect. I think, Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We could all we could all be dead by now. But we we have we've kind of gained a bunch of friends through not necessarily this pod podcast specifically, but being within the the Bruins uh, Twitter community, and uh, a lot of those friends have come on as guests, and we're gonna definitely try to have everybody we've had on as guests before back but also i think this gives us an opportunity to bring on uh some heavy hitters not that we haven't had heavy hitters before i i think we've had a few like really good guests in the past but Mm -hmm. um yeah i I think this uh is a really good opportunity for us good opportunity for the the community that we're bringing along uh let's get it boys long story short expect more of the same i think it's kind of what we're going for we got the same kind of yeah. shit. There's gonna be more of that shit. So <laughs> I hope you like same it. Same shit, like it different uh, well, I, It really doesn't matter whether we're gonna do it either way. So yeah, we're just gonna overload we're just gonna pepper you. Yeah, fa- fastballs inside. Check we're, out our fleet. We're fleets. gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we stopped the fleet. I know. Yeah, yeah we, we went hard on the fleets for like a week, and then it, that fleeted. It quickly. stopped being. It, get, it got really tired uh, <laughs> after like two weeks of getting 25 views on every stupid fleet we had again shout out our friends (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so the little bit of hockey we have to talk about today isn't even really hockey it's just has to do with a hockey player but i don't know if you haven't seen the story by now you gotta go look it up and and we're gonna tell you about it anyway so (laughs) here's the thing and i'm gonna tell you as as wayne from letterkenny would say I kind of feel bad for this reporter because I understand, like, the situation that, that they were in. And, like, I don't know. I'm sure if I were out interviewing some, like, random – I don't want to say some random athlete because the person we're about to discuss, it's not just some random athlete. But I'm sure there are, like, Hall of Fame athletes in other sports exactly. that you wouldn't recognize. I may come yeah, across yeah. a world-class rugby player and I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Just because I'm not in that niche. That being said I – mean, even even if you do watch, like, I, for example, I pay attention to basketball. There are definitely plenty of Hall of Famers that I could run into on the street and I would never recognize them. For sure. So, Hall of Fame hockey player Jerome McGinley and former Boston Bruin among pretty much every other fucking team in the league. Looks like he was out for a nice stroll in Boston where he lives and uh, was interviewed by the local news station... Not about hockey, but about pretty- the weather and about how the snow is going on. And but like they also inadvertently got like the best guy to talk. Yo, about. Oh, absolutely! That. And that was the thing is that he had the big smirk and he's like, "Oh, you know, we're from Canada," and blah, like almost like he was trying to like <laughs> like help him along the way and be like, "Wait a minute!" Like, yeah. which I think that might have been the only thing that would have been better than this happening is if like halfway through the interview where they were just like, "Wait a minute, are you Jerome Gimlet?" Like. I don't know. I guess you probably would have recognized him off the Well, bat. they knew he was Jerome McGinley. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, but, like, if they had connected. gave his yeah. name. Yeah, they, they, they yeah, got yeah. the name and, and put it in the article. But at the time, it seems that it wasn't known that it was Jerome McGinley. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just at work on Twitter when this had happened. And I saw the original tweet of this guy saying, like, is it just me or is, is, is that Jerome McGinley on Channel 25 News right now? And I was like, that's 100% Jerome McGinley. This is hilarious, obviously. There's nobody who has that, like, forehead crease yeah that's the one that's the one and i i really was just interested in like 
like his take on this. If he was just like walking down the street, you know, having a good, I don't know, coming home from something or whatever. No, they're and he sees a, like the reporter pretty... coming up, and he's like, "Oh, fucking damn it, I'm not in the mood right now." Blah blah. blah. And they're like, "Excuse me," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm Jerome." Again. And then they're like, "How's the weather?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah, it's it's snowing out there. It sure is." You know what I mean? Like, he, he, that's got to be crazy for him having like all of these media people around him for the last, you know, however many decades. Constantly trying to get anything they can out of him, and then all of a sudden, out of the middle of nowhere, somebody comes to interview him, and it's about the fucking snow. Like, I'm pretty sure I could have it wrong, but I think it was at like a highway rest stop. Yeah, it was. It, it yeah. was. Yeah. I think he was just like stopped to get some gas, and someone asked like, "Somebody get that's no, I think yeah. he was hitchhiking. I the, think he was hitchhiking. Which, the, if <laughs> if you're a reporter, that's a smart place to go. I'm sure that's pretty standard. Yeah, if yeah, there's yeah. weather issues, you go to some place and like interview people who are driving in the worst place to be driving when there's bad weather. But I I, I appreciate stuff like that. Uh, there's a, there's a pretty famous video of uh, Golden State Warriors splash brother Clay Thompson uh, giving an interview about scaffolding in Oakland. <laughs> someone pulled him over on the street and asked him about uh how how he feels about all the construction on buildings over the sidewalks and he was like i yeah i know i like kind of avoid it if it's up there because you you never really know what's going on (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of hilarious seeing athletes just like in these situations that just have absolutely nothing to do with yeah i mean like obviously like they're people too yeah you get to see athletes like on podcasts things like that where they're discussing something other than their sport but when they're just, like, totally out and they're, like, I guess, it's like, more natural environment just being people, it's hilarious to see this kind of thing happen. I think that's what we should do. I think we should, like, have, like, former NHL players or something and not talk about hockey at all. Just be like, hey, so, like, we heard you were a good person to I mean, talk that's to. very like, much what, our what's vibe. What's going on with you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. for, for, so. our, for our next week guest, I was kind of thinking about yeah. just doing that and <laughs> not talking I, any hockey at all. I was actually thinking about this earlier. Like, if, if we got, like, an A-list, you know what I mean, celebrity on here one day, I think my first question would be, like, you know, I feel like this gets skipped over a lot and people always just want to jump into your, like, career and stuff. Just, like, what's going on? You know, you got anything cool going on this week? Like, how you been feeling lately, man? You know, I feel like that would be a very refreshing question to ask somebody like that. Have you ever been to any rest stops lately? <laughs> yeah. What do you that, think about the snow? That's a much, <laughs> much creepier question. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I think you I know saw you at the, uh, it sounds I like think you know I saw you at the rest stop by, uh, the rest stop by, like, exit 38. I thought I saw you there. Yeah, well, stop, s- stop stalking celebrities. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's, there's another one that's, like, way less funny, but Carl Alsner got interviewed. There was a fatal accident, like, in his neighborhood, and he got, like, interviewed in his car about, like, the street that he drives on all the time. And, the, like, they it had his name on it, but they never acknowledged that he was, like, an NHL player or anything. And he was just like, yeah, I think they should put up uh, speed bumps on this street because, like, it's always people, like, driving through here way too fast. And, I don't know, maybe Carl Alsner helped... Uh, Save some lives by putting in uh, speed bumps on a street in his uh, in his town. He probably just like taped hockey sticks across like the length of the street. It's a speed bump. All right, cool. That was an unfunny joke. Uh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> great. On break. Um, oh hey, hey. Do we have anything to uh, that the uh, hockey podcast network has to say?
Hello and welcome. My name is Brad Lieb. I am a former professional hockey player, and this is the Life After Hockey podcast. This is the place where I'll be interviewing former players and exploring their life after hockey journeys, including their successes, challenges, and the causes that they are passionate about. So please join me on the Hockey Podcast Network every Saturday for new episodes and follow me on Twitter at Brad M. Lieb for all my podcast updates. And until then, keep going and enjoy your life. Let's go life after hockey, baby. Woo! So we we don't have too much hockey to talk about, but one thing that I think we'll definitely talk a lot more about later, particularly next week, I guess, because I want to ask our our guest questions. I have two kind of lines of questionings. One has to do with hockey. The other one has to do with hockey aesthetics. But one of my favorite times of the year, the World Junior Championship is coming up with the first games kicking off on Christmas. Uh, should it be, though? Should it be is a big question. Um, I know they are doing a bubble and stuff, which if they do it responsibly, I think there is a, a safe way to do it. Obviously, you want to make sure other players have tested beforehand. Should it be? I haven't tracked it too closely. I know a, a bunch of BU guys who were supposed to play are not going to be anymore because there was an outbreak on the team. So um, I believe it's in Edmonton this year that they're doing a bubble and stuff. But on the hockey side, just... You know, I, I don't, I'm assuming you guys. I guess we started this podcast after the last one, so I really don't know. Like, we don't know anything. We haven't discussed it on here, but I don't know. Any thoughts about it coming up? I know uh, there was a uh, a league that was like didn't allow their players to participate if they were participating I mean, they're, in their in their league. I think it was college the EIS, so. No, the ECHL. Yeah. East Co- yeah, East Coast Hockey League. Yeah, no, they're not the East Coast anymore. They're just the ECHL. They don't like they don't like being called the East Coast because they're not they're not like limited to the East Coast. I don't know if you guys are. Familiar. Then why don't they this change a- their fucking name? <laughs> because they already like have established so much branding oh, as the ECHL. They don't want to rebrand. So- but they are literally just help known as like, the, the Electoral now. College Hockey League. Yeah, I was gonna called. say I, I was gonna say the Every Coast Hockey League. Hey, that, but that makes more sense. Yeah, that but, what does make more sense. But, but well, elect- Electoral College is hot in the streets, though, so yeah, you really gotta capitalize true. on shit like that. <laughs> you get the good SEO on Twitter there, or on uh, on Google and shit. So and yeah. on Twitter, I guess. Hashtag every coast hockey league. Yeah, my Hashtag my association with the hockey. World Juniors is uh, minimal. I I'm I'm not a huge like prospects guy. I I watch enough college hockey because I'm I, I grew up in Amherst, Massachusetts, and UMass. Which, by the way, uh, those new UMass jerseys are fucking oh beautiful, beautiful. pretty dope. Uh, yeah, no one liked my uh, mystery Alaska tweet, but. Uh, they they do look like the Mystery Alaska. I, I didn't see it, but I would have given it a pity like, just so you know. Yeah, that's, that's all right. it would have been is a pity like, but I something. I um, didn't get a pity like on my tweet earlier where I talked about stalking Cam's LinkedIn and reading his resume and being impressed by his resume. I didn't see that either, but I added I, Cam. I, on I probably. <laughs> I've been, I'm going to be honest. I haven't checked LinkedIn in maybe three years yeah neither have i that's why i wasn't sure if like drew was fucking with me or who actually was like <laughs> you you have cam you have brews and bruins on there is that all you were impressed with <laughs> no no you also sure, had, you're like, a, a part bunch of, of other like, shit wow, i know that part. Bunch of other shit. <laughs> yeah i know that drew's a big bruins fan very impressed yeah. By, yeah. 
as as you tell by his ass tattoo. Outlet. Yeah. But, okay, I, we gotta set the record straight for new listeners. I do not have an ass tattoo <laughs> yet. He does not have it's, one yet. He a, almost had to get one. Thank though. you, thank he, you, Jake DeBros. He definitely doesn't have an ass tattoo of Zidane Chara in the bunny suit. Um, don't worry. I will about one it. day. One day I will. If we get if we get to a thousand followers before New Year's. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I would I think about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, think about, about getting it anyway, but like, no. it's a good <laughs> tattoo. It's kind of a good tattoo. I don't know. Uh, some, Drew, some Drew, do you watch the World Donnie Juniors every year? No. <laughs> you don't watch the tournament? All right. Apparently, I'm the only one. I'll, I guess I'll we'll like, definitely I'll have to talk about it. So when when we had uh, when we had Xfinity, you know, we'd get NHL Network, and so they'd play a few games, and once in a while, you know, I'd, I'd catch a game, um, like in the middle of the day. But I don't have NHL Network anymore, so I will probably not randomly catch a game. I'd have to go out of my way to watch it, and I don't know. That's not really in my personality, so <laughs> fair yeah, enough to go out of my way. I should I should say like I'm, I'm not a huge like I I don't know. I track some prospects and stuff, and I keep an eye on the Bruins ones, but I'm not like good friend of the pod, Brandon Sher Cohen, who's like constantly like studying this mm. stuff. Um, for me, it's That's more just like I, I, I just know, ask any, him. <laughs> Yeah, Brandon exactly. Share, yeah. No, when I was when I was drafting my like keeper league fantasy team for like where we pick you know like prospect players and stuff, I just hit him up on Twitter and here here is my password. You you please. Yeah, I'm like, hi, is this person good? And he's like, no, pick this guy instead. And I was like, thank you, Brandon. <laughs> you are my dad. No, um, <laughs> you are my dad. <laughs> Will you please be my dad? No, yeah, no. So I, I don't know, but I'm not I'm not like a huge prospect guy or anything. But I, I don't know I, any kind of international hockey. I, I like to watch, especially because. The fucking NHL always like ruins the Olympics and shit like that. So yeah. any excuse to just like get a good like USA Canada matchup or something like that is is pretty fun. And um, I don't know. Again, as a college hockey guy, I, I definitely am a huge college hockey fan as well. And I know mm-hmm. Drew is as well, even though he hasn't expressly said it this episode. But I like yeah. to be able to jump on there and, and see how the you know different college guys are and stuff. And you know, you'll get a, a Bruins draft pick on there, like John Beecher or something. So. There was supposed to be a Bruins player who would participate, but because the ECHL or Bruins prospect, but because the ECHL uh, said you can't, I, I'm like pretty damn sure it's that league. I hope I don't. I was just say I don't know but. if it is because that's like the. I, don't know, I saw it on Twitter. I saw it on Twitter. It wasn't like a verified account. Somebody mentioned it, so I just ran with it. But I don't know. I'm not sure it's the ECHL. But I'm googling right now. <laughs> All right, we'll figure it ECHL, out. ECHL Premier Double A. All hockey. things aside, uh, which this is the thing I really want to talk about with our guests next week. Uh, they released. They're doing like specialized goalie pads and skates and stuff for this year's tournament. But these the customized design goalie pads for each team are fucking sick. You can check them out. I tweeted them out earlier. We can tweet them out for the main account or something too. Um, but they are super cool. Each team obviously has uh, goalie pads that are themed <clears throat> for their country. Uh, I've only seen a couple of the full ones so far. Russia, Germany, the U.S. all had pretty cool ones. Definitely check that out. I'm like a goalie gear nerd. I think that shit's super cool to look at design and like that. Um, but even kind of casual hockey fans, I think we'll, we'll find that to be pretty cool. Um, and I hope yeah, that's I'm something that we see down, more of. Down with like, that as well. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk about a lot more goaltending stuff next week. Hint, hint, for anybody who may <laughs> be uh, familiar with it. It's not that hard to find out, but we're going to just like be real assholes Woof. about how we how we tease this over the next week because that's, that's what we do. So 
Uh, N-Dub. Yeah, N-Dub starting up soon in Lake Placid. That's going to be super awesome. I am, I'm very excited for that. And on that note, actually, go check out the Pride's Die Hard uh, podcast. Bruins Diehards, obviously, they work very closely with Boston Pride, uh, so much that the GM and the coach of that team are now starting their own pod, or I guess kind of taking over the Pride it. Diehards podcast. They stole it. They usurped. Pretty, pretty hilarious to me. They were just like, yeah, we, we love this podcast. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, <laughs> like, yo, Don, Don Sweeney. Uh, if you want to take over this podcast at any point, I guess we like have to see some team. Hey, I like yeah, if, we, if, we, if we give like Sweeney and Cassidy <laughs> the fucking hosts of this be... podcast. Hey, I really like that. Can I just have it? They're just like sure. crushing beers and talking shit about Nick Ritchie. Like, <laughs> does that lead us to a listener question? Ooh, yeah. Should Stay we get team. to questions? Yeah, let's do some questions. I'm not gonna lie, I totally Cam forgot about questions. Cam fucking struggling with his mic right now. <laughs> no, it's just this damn pop filter. I'm trying to get some nice audio quality for our new listeners, and this fucking thing just never cooperates Cam, with me. I, I have had two dogs, like, full-on <laughs> barking in the background of this entire recording. You're fine. Um, all right, let's let's run down the questions here, starting with another great friend of the, pen, the pod, <laughs> Court Alone. <laughs> well, I was going to say, asks, okay, whatever, just do whatever, never mind. <laughs> no, 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 Drew, I want to hear what you're going to yeah, say. Yeah, Drew, please, well, continue. Well, the transition was Nick Ritchie, and we have a question about Nick Ritchie, but we don't need to. Yeah, let's do that I was first. Say we should start with that. Uh, I haven't read through all the questions yet, so I, I didn't really Another friend of the podcast, Maddie B, at Matthew underscore Jordan, but the Matthew has three T's, um, said, how many times will Nick Ritchie piss off fans this season? I, I think I think countless times. Yeah, I have, I have a really good answer to this, uh, and it's it has to do with continuum mathematics. See, in a lot of Jesus mathematics... Christ. okay, I'm going to tune it out now. <laughs> go ahead. With you. Not, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> what do you think, Cam? How many times? Wait, what was the question? I'm not How many I times? <laughs> yeah, that's the correct answer, Cam. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. <laughs> as soon as Nick Richard was brought up, I was like, yeah, this conversation is not worth you my time. You just, like, t- totally tuned out it. Uh, um, had nothing to do with my my mention of continuum uh, mathematics. Yeah, how many times is he gonna piss us off? Is that that was piss the question? Piss fans right? off, but yeah, us. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, to to quote, I'm pretty sure it's Mean Girls. Uh, the limit does not exist. There you go. <laughs> yeah, zing. Um, <laughs> um Nick Lanciani. Are you not going to offer something up there, Drew, or did you already? Again, I'm, I'm not I did. Really sure. I said no, he, he literally started. <laughs> Jesus ah, Christ, yes, of Cam. course. Cam, ah. Cam, are you are you being the Drew on this episode? What's up? <laughs> I don't know, I'm having too much fun playing with my, <laughs> my pop filter over here. It's all right. Continue. Just this <laughs> God <laughs> damn it, Drew. <laughs> I, already, I, already have, I already have Cam committed to editing, so... I can drop shit like that. Um, anyway, uh, Nick Lanciani, uh, good friend, uh, Lancy53 on Twitter said, Bruins players as Christmas vacation characters or other Christmas movies, um, and added, so yes, Die Hard counts. So yeah, them as Bruins players as certain Christmas characters. I haven't seen Christmas Vacation, so I don't know. Um, I heard about that movie like two days ago. It's the first time all right, Chris is breaking out the fucking clipboard, so I want to see what he has to say yeah, here, first of all. No, I literally just have uh, timestamps written down where we need to Dude, that's out. smart. <laughs> we talked about that the other Thank you, day. sir. I, I need to get a clipboard is what I need to do. No one knows. No one knows what it means. But, but it's, it's provocative. provocative. <laughs> and it gets the people going. Gets the people going, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I also 
have a limited relationship with Christmas Vacation. I feel like that's uh, it's a thing that you mean the movie, love. right? Yeah, well, both. <laughs> I have never been on vacation for Christmas, but yeah, so, I'm literally um, working for Christmas. I've been to so. Maine for <laughs> yeah. Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah, Damn, that's uh, like I take vacation days for Christmas. My vacation is usually going home to my parents' place. Not not this year. I will be uh, in an apartment in San Diego, uh, but. Um, thrown a fucking banger no i'm kidding <laughs> not your own apartment yeah. but a apartment i've seen christmas vacation maybe maybe twice and i feel like it's pretty overrated it's like the 12th best chevy chase movie and i mean i don't think anyone really wants to talk about randy quaid right now because he's doing all that QAnon shit i i wouldn't know but yeah let's not talk about him yeah so i'm i'm gonna say let's each pick like one player from the bruins and make them a a character from a christmas movie and that'll that'll make it more succinct and easier for us to think about Um, okay sure because i haven't seen christmas vacation at all so i had nothing to add there yeah so (laughs) so i'm gonna i'm gonna take patrice bergeron and put him in die hard because he's john mcclain all right okay all right I'm going to make uh, Stendika Rudolph. <laughs> I don't know why, but... Classic. I don't know. I was thinking, uh, like, I... who would be Rudolph? And I was like, young Bruins players, because Rudolph is a kid for most of that movie, and Stendika, sure. I'm going to make uh, Tuka Rask into Santa Claus, particularly from Elf, because not enough people <laughs> believe in him, but he still gets the fucking job done and comes in hey. clutch when he needs to. Right, that, so. was, that was good. That was, oh, good. That was beautiful. What's up? Dude, I had nothing until like 30 seconds ago, so thank you. I'm glad uh, I came well, up with that. That's, that's thinking on your feet. Question from a fellow Hockey Podcast Network podcast. Uh, still to be determined whether or not they're a drinkable podcast you can taste. They're definitely a but tasteable state of hoppy, podcast you can drink. Yes. State of Hoppy, which is at State of Hoppy on Twitter asks, the best brewery in Mass that nobody outside the area would know about. I like that question. Uh, I think Drew will definitely be able to answer it. Chris, yeah. I think, might be able to, and I probably won't because I have never lived in Massachusetts. But I can answer it for Portland, I guess. So what you guys got? My answer was going to be Lord Hobo, even though they've kind of uh, – they're like – I think it, yeah, they just had their five year anniversary. Uh, I think they're getting out there, but I wouldn't call them like huge. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely getting out there. They're definitely kind of all over New England, but uh, yeah, I doubt, I doubt out west. Our bar in San Diego has a Lord. All Hobo right, so neon I'm gonna sign, change so that. I think you're good. And uh, think of something else. They're my they're my favorite local brewery. They they're. I was gonna say right down the street, but you know, next town over. 10 minute drive away so um they're definitely my favorite in mass i'm gonna have to think of another obscure obscure one you guys got anything all right i got two um one is element brewing in miller falls mass i feel like nobody knows what that is uh if you're ever in like out in the middle of nowhere western mass check them out they also got some spirits and stuff did like a kind of like gin and whiskey flight kind of deal one uh really snowy day while i was back home um and another is is hitchcock brewing um they got some of the best ipas i've had period um and i think they recently moved in the past couple years to burniston mass which is another middle of nowhere western mass place but they used to be in 
uh, Waitley, and they used to grow their own hops like on their farm. And I, I think they probably still do that, but Damn, that's really cool. like, it's, it's a pretty chill thing. Like they, we went and they, they would have a, they had a tasting room like on the farm and, and they would only have it open for the weekend and you could just like go and drink their beers on the weekend, but they supply beers to a lot of local bars. And it was, it was really cool. Like once I had tasted their beers, like going around to local bars and being like, Oh, I've had that beer. And uh, you can't really buy it anywhere. Like they uh, they don't sell it in um, in liquor stores or anything like that. Uh, Packies, as as some of the Boston peeps would call hey. it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, the, those are those are my two uh, Hitchcock and Element. If you're ever out in Western Mass or anything, check those out. All right, I'm struggling here <clears throat> to answer for uh, for I'll say Maine, but really, I mean, mostly Portland are, is where I have you know the most experience here. Um, it really is tough because Portland is like a fucking heaven for beer fans, especially, but especially craft beer fans. Uh, yep. There's like I'm, I'm not even joking. It's like there's a there's a different brewery on every corner. Um, my favorite sign in all of Portland is right next to the brewery. I'm about to shout out. Uh, and it's just it's just a sign that says breweries, and it has arrows pointing in every direction, and that really is the the perfect <laughs> example of uh, of what Portland is like. Um, but also, don't move here because like it's it's getting crowded, <laughs> which is ironic because I just moved here. But um, <laughs> you're the last person allowed to move. To yeah, no, everybody after except for Drew. Drew, you can come along. Word. Chris still pending, but <laughs> no. Um, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just with you. Uh, but also, that stands for San Diego as well. No one moved here. It's full. <laughs> Shithole, nothing to see. Uh, I'm going to just answer this one. It, my answer changes all the time here because there are so many great options. But um, I was actually talking with my roommates about starting up like a, a kind of recurring ranking of the Portland breweries, just kind of updating it every month or two because they have all these limited time releases and stuff. And um, like, it really depends on when you're here to decide which one you should go to because. There are so many limited time. They just brewed up so much of this beer and get it while you still can. Um, but lately, Definitive Brewing in Portland here has had some really, really good stuff. Uh, they, I, I like a lot of, I don't know, I like to experiment a lot with my beers. I especially like sours and things like that. Um, and my roommates and I have been kind of diving into the dessert beers lately. Um, but they've had some, some really good stuff that's just strange and different than most beers you're going to drink, uh, which I, I really like. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. The Triple Berry Pie is one that's on, on tap right now that they've done that's really delicious and, and just different than a lot of beers you're going to have. Um, I had a beer last week from them that was like a, a like a raspberry like milkshake flavor. It was really weird, but it was it was thick, you know what I mean? Like Stuff like that that you're just not going to get from a lot of different breweries. Uh, because there are so many, I think, here in Portland, they all kind of get experimental, and sometimes it flops, but oftentimes you end up something with a really unique drink, and uh, they've been especially daring lately, which I appreciate. So uh, check out Definitive Brewing Company if you are here in Portland for any reason. I didn't think of another one other than Lord Hobo, so fuck me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Floor at Nick Floor underscore on Twitter asks what our preferred season length is as far as the number of oh, that I, is assuming that there is a mid-January or February 1st start date, which I know 
I've heard rumblings on Twitter that it could be even earlier than that, as early as January 15th, I think I've seen on Twitter. But nothing confirmed. I know the NHL and NHLPA are still working out a lot of the details right now. But yeah, what's the what would you guys be, I guess, happy with about a season as far as length goes to, to make it, I guess, legitimate enough to have like a, a true Stanley Cup champion? I think uh 48's enough, considering they did that, you know, back in uh twenty thirteen. And I know that's something they were shooting for. I think I think actually Wait, I thought that whole twenty thirteen season oh, you're was right, it didn't happen. That's, that's right. definitely yeah, yeah it didn't happen. happen. For um, sure it did not happen. Especially seventeen seconds of it. Um and sorry to throw that into my fellow Bruins fans' faces there. <laughs> Not the intention. Uh, but I know they were talking about, was it 56 games that was thrown out there or 58 at one point? There's something in the 50s there. It was somewhere between 52 and 58, yeah. I forget. I think I've heard a, a couple of the numbers and, and nothing's been settled on, obviously. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as many as you can get, but I, I'm fine settling on 48. Um, if they're going to do the whole thing where they're really only playing within their set division you could have less um but basically you just want to be able to like if they if they do that and oh math how many teams would be in each division like eight or nine in that case right 31 divided (laughs) by four isn't even so i can't eight i would say about eight so about eight to seven teams per uh division if they go that route then you want to play them all the same number of times so uh, you know, you'd like to see them play at least three or four times each, which carry yeah, like carry the one. Like that, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like 48 sounds pretty legit. <laughs> yeah, I came in prepared to say like somewhere in that range where, you know, in the lockout season, it seemed like everything was kind of chill and no one except for Bruins fans kind of puts an asterisk, an asterisk on that. Like, you don't hear a lot of people saying that that season didn't count for any reason. Um, and But I, I feel like that's going to be a little bit different this year with the weird divisions, and we don't even know how the playoffs are going to work. So I feel like no matter what you do, it's going to be weird. Um, so who really gives a shit? Like, I don't know, do like 30 games. Who cares? Just like play every team twice or something like in your division not every team in the league because that would be more than (laughs) yeah yeah, it just i don't know give us hockey i don't care like the nwhl is like doing the the, they're gonna play each other once each and then go into the playoffs Mm -hmm. like i don't know just do something um but do it without putting players health at risk I'm, i'm more concerned about like doing a compressed schedule and playing 60 games and like 70 days or something like that like what what are we doing here? yeah i think also they just i think the nhl is just concerned about like uh, hopefully they're concerned about the safety of their players but um they're yeah, not exactly i think they're concerned about money yeah <laughs> but i think they're also concerned about it being like a legit cup win for whatever team wins like because if you play if you are to do something like that where you play every team in your division once, then there's going to be a bunch of people saying, oh, it's not real. You know, there's an asterisk. Asterisk. I can never say that correctly. Uh, yeah, we, we both got it wrong <laughs> in the first exactly. draft. There's always, <laughs> there's always that next to, like, the Chicago win because it was only 48 games. But I think people kind of just count that in their minds. You know, it was a full playoff. Yeah, so. but are, are there a lot of people? are there a lot of people saying that about uh tampa's win like the, that playoff was weird and a lot of people were saying yeah. beforehand. Like, yeah i think i think that what helped was them was that they were one of the favorites going in but i think 
I don't know. And they, and they, you know, they played most of a regular season. They kind of earned uh, getting into one of those uh, top seeds. I know they got the top when the Bruins are <laughs> just like the Bruins are in the four seed, right? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair know, enough, they earned but... it. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, for me, like, uh, of course, obviously, like, like safety comes first. Like Chris said, like we shouldn't be hard, like risking people's safety as far as <clears throat> overpacking games goes, or as fact, you know, just playing them in the first place during a pandemic, obviously. That needs to be the first priority. Um, going off of that, though, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, theoretically, if we could make it work in a safe way, I would like to see about 50 games, kind of like what Drew said, 48 I would settle for, 52, 56, something like that, just to avoid a situation where, like, I don't know, to me, like, Major League Baseball this year kind of felt not the same. And that's not to say it wasn't worth anything. And I understand, like, as a Red Sox fan, they were dog shit this year. So it's easy to just be like, oh, it didn't count this year because they sucked. But I don't know. It's just like when you're playing, like, like literally a third or less than a third of your regular schedule, it just does It's not the same. I don't necessarily that, you know, it's not to take away from the Dodgers or anything like that. I think they were the best team in baseball. And I just kind of viewed it a little differently. I don't know. I'm, I'm never going to be like, it didn't count. I'm just going to be like, it, it's a little different. It's not your regular World Series. It's just kind of like a, a big tournament, essentially. And that's sort of what the NWHL is doing. Like, it might not be a regular Isabel Cup, but to me, it's just like, you kind of get like a tournament. At, you know what I mean? It's, it's more or less what you're getting. And maybe it's not worth the same amount, but I don't think it's like, to, should be totally discredited either. It's just a, a different kind of thing. So, I don't know. For me, I would like to see a substantial amount of games. I think at least... At least half of the schedule would be nice. If you get closer to sixty percent, that would be good. Um, but uh, of course, you know the tricky situation is is finding a way to do that in a way that you're not risking the health and safety of your players because that that should be the number one priority. Um, whether it is is kind of another question, I guess. But that should be the the main goal here, as far as as anything goes. And hopefully by next season, when we have the Seattle Kraken coming in, we can get back to a somewhat regular NHL season. But at the end of the day, as much as we're all fucking, you know, we all hate it, this pandemic is still going on and it's still very real and you kind of have to, in fact, it's worse than it's ever been here in the U.S., but, um, Shouts. yeah, good job, guys. Did, did you say uh, it's but, real? You know, we, yeah, I know, shocking, right? Um, no, but, you know, we need, to, we need to treat it like that as well, and, and if that means not sending hockey teams around the country and continent to play each other, then that's what If it you're means. just tuning into this podcast for the first time, Cam notorious uh covid denial <laughs> yes of course me the member and, of, and uh, anti-vaxxer of the fake news media yeah exactly <laughs> yeah okay um yeah i don't know wear a fucking mask so we can just have like a full i don't know i i like i was watching uh chris and i are both liverpool fans and uh they just had fans back at anfield grand it was only 2000 for the first time uh for their their most recent game against wolves and I literally, like, watching the team come out onto the field, like, teared up a little bit and, like, got the chills just watching the fans react to them coming onto the field. And I just want to see that at, at TD Garden. I just want to see, you know, I mean, you think the cheer that fucking Zidane Chara got when he wore the face shield during the Stanley uh, Cup final was crazy. Just wait until you have a full crowd going on for the first game when the Bruins come back. It's going to erupt in that building. And... I don't know. I just I hope we can get there and and get to a point at this at this point where we're watching the Bruins again and we're proud of the way that we acted to get there and we didn't you know we don't felt like we were risking people's lives to get that or anything like that where we can just say you know it's been a shitty fucking year but we made it through so 
I just want to get to that point again with hockey, honestly. So please just fucking do what you can. Right on. I don't know if we have anything else. If we're just going to end with my TED Talk or not. No, there's <laughs> more questions. Oh, oh you meant, right. You meant I keep forgetting them. about them. Oh. They're literally pulled up on the screen in front of me, and I'm still forgetting about them. Welcome to the podcast, guys. <laughs> uh, our next question is about the man with two first names, Craig Smith. Uh, the <laughs> the Catfish on Ice podcast at Catfish Ice asks, what impact do you expect Craig Smith to have now that he has a new home in Boston? I'll hang up and listen with a wonderful Will Ferrell gif. Uh, guys, what do you expect from the dangerous man with two first names? Expect him to be good. Um, I like that signing. I, I think uh, I think we're all on record saying that. Uh, just a a guy that fancy stats love, and I love fancy stats. And he's also like a a high percentage goal scorer, and that's the kind of guy who could flourish on lines like the Bergeron line and the Coil line. Um, I, I'm not sure which he's going to start on. I th- think he's probably going to end up on the coil line when bergeron gets his boys back but um shout out the erection line (laughs) yeah i wouldn't rule him out from being on that crazy line if kasha disappoints uh early on in the season which i don't expect i love kasha let's let's uh put all of our love into kasha being great uh what was the the party don't stop when Kasha skates in. <laughs> Tilly skates in. Yeah, yeah, that was an early one. That was episode yeah. like was three oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, it was definitely. I was early, looking yeah. through them today. I was scrolling through. Like, what are the weird names of I looked episodes? Through, I looked through them yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Like, we have some weird names for episodes. Dusky Sunset and the Boys is by far the best. <laughs> I don't even know what that was about. <laughs> we were to be talking honest, about right? like superheroes, and then we like came up with that, like Dusky Sunset. Somehow, I didn't listen to it. Honestly, if, that's what it was. If if I didn't know better, I would have said it was the filter on my fucking webcam <laughs> it does kind of look like dusky sunset and then we are the boys i guess so yeah that would work yeah going off what chris said i i, I think you know middle six is, is ideal for him um again the fancy stats show good things and for the most part we're a fan of fancy stats on here um noted stat guy cam hasberg over here uh, <laughs> <Stat guy. laughs> but yeah no i'm excited to uh see him on the ice with the bruins uh both based on how his you know performance should be and also because the dude's an absolute fucking man rocket so let's uh let's go beast yeah that's a handsome gentleman that's a handsome gentleman but again two first names watch out don't know if we can trust him yet <laughs> so cam's gonna name his kid smith hasbrook no, he's gonna be named just he's gonna be named smith craig hasbrook <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yeah, see it's a first name um uh Oh, yeah, I forgot Dread. <laughs> All right, then fuck <laughs> you, I guess. Um, well, I was going to say, I was going to say, first of all, Patrice Bergeron is still the most attractive Boston Bruin. I don't mm, think that's true. Dude, you got to love that broken nose, man. Personality counts for a big factor here, too. Yeah, I mean, that too. On, He's just the nicest dude ever. That might also just be his nose. I don't the, know if that's No, uh, no, he, he's had it broken. Dude, when he got, like, when oh, that, like, awful injury he had and, like... Oh six or something. Like all of them, <laughs> like all of them. But I mean, he's got a bunch one. of concussions. But yeah, no, I know he broke his. I did. I did an article on that for the hockey writers, and I reflected upon that moment. He broke his nose when uh, whoever the flyer was tossed him into the boards. But anyway, Bergeron aside, because this isn't about him. Uh, but every podcast, we every episode we've ever had, I is. Say, everything is kind <laughs> of about him. But yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I see what you mean. Um. Yeah, no, I think I think Craig Smith will be good. I think, yeah, I mean, if he's slotted in on the third line, I think he's going to be 
great there. You can expect more than your average third liner from him. If you look at it in a way that Danton Heinen's gone and now Craig Smith's there, he's going to be a huge improvement over Danton Heinen. His job wasn't to replace him, <laughs> but I don't know. I kind of think about it that way because Danton Heinen was the last winger yeah, that mean, was 100% One on goes in, one goes out. Yeah, yeah one goes I mean, in, one goes out. That's just what Patrice now. Bergeron's nose looks like. Like, when he was a kid, like, that's what it looked like. I'm just a like, kid. I love like, when he was a kid and he's still in the NHL. Like, I'm just a year old Patrice Bergeron. I'm just a kid and it. my nose is a nightmare. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. My roommate loves that song. We, that's going to be our outro, by the way, now. That's so, going to be our outro. We, we, uh... Yeah, we talked about how the signing was good, so I think you know I think they're going to get the bang for their buck, basically. Yeah, going off of what we just mentioned, by the way, we sing out for every episode, so just in advance, we're we're sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, one more question coming in from the, the one I was going to actually start with, <laughs> but then we got cut off. We're circling back around to another great friend of the pod, Cortland Loaned. Uh, I kind of answered this already, but I do have a secondary answer if neither of you steal it first. Who in the NHL? Well, he said who is the NHL, but I'm I'm assuming he meant in. Yeah, he so. he corrected we'll fix it. it later. He also, Fix up on your grammar. He also oh, asked yes, two right, questions. I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah, 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 he's um, got two. Question number one, which I think was actually question number two in order, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Presented <laughs> once by again, this is episode. Say <laughs> once again, this is this is episode forty or episode season two, episode one forty one of the Bruce and Bruins podcast. But his question is, who in the NHL resembles Santa Claus the most, looks or personality qualify? Uh, what do you guys got here? Cam, you already gave your I mean, I obviously here. had my, my two grass thing, but yeah, I, like I said, I already had. But I do have a secondary answer here, but I'm going to give you guys an opportunity first in case one of you snatches it. I think it's pretty obviously uh, the pre-shave Joe Thornton. All right. I'm glad that, we, that this is the first thing that came to me as well. So, yeah. Oh, so it could be at yeah, any I mean, point. He's... he's He's a little bit gray. He's got the he had the beard. You know, you know he can rock it. And Absolutely. In, in in real life, I think Santa's probably a lot more fit than people give him credit. For. Yeah, he's hauling ass. Granted, it's only once a year, but it's a hell of a leg day for him, is what I understand. Yeah, he's got to be ready for it. You're telling me for That's like true. the rest of the yeah. year, he's not he's not prepping. That's for true. It? Like the Olympics are only once every four years, but those athletes are always yeah. fucking ripped. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. They're, he's they're out ready. there on the ice skating every week. All right, no shitty joke. We're full of well, I'm full of them tonight anyway. Cam had a bad one too. <laughs> Drew, yeah, Chris but is I, just pissed because his dogs. What's so. up, Barky? This is a great first episode. Yeah, sorry. I like. I'm. I, I'm sure I would be laughing at your jokes if I were paying attention to them at all. But I can't. <laughs> I've seen like the, like you're like <laughs> holding your forehead like oh my fucking god. <laughs> I've never oh, seen my you. dogs are barking. I have never seen you. This the, the dogs have never barked. The the dogs have never barked this much during an episode of this podcast, and it happens to be the one <laughs> that we are opening up to a new audience. So I'm worried like everyone's just going to be like, wow, I love this podcast, but the dogs are just too much. <laughs> you're, you're worried people are going to love this podcast? You guys, you've got some misplaced worries, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling yeah, you. Don't worry. <laughs> people are going to uh, kind of like this podcast and listen to like five minutes of, its, minutes of it overall as they skim through. <laughs> and every time it's your dogs barking that they hit, they're like, fuck, I'm done. Well, that's not even one of our dogs. It's our foster dog that's barking in the background. His name's Kodiak. He's gigantic, and he... Uh, he deserves a home. Mm-hmm. Someone, uh, someone, give our big boy. Cody if somebody, a home. if somebody adro- adopts Chris's dog 
from the podcast, he will get an ass tattoo of of the dog <laughs> of Kodiak. <laughs> I don't know. I guess the dog. I was trying to make a Bruins related it, somehow, but also, I, I had nothing. You'll there. also get the uh, the drawing that Cam's ex girlfriend did of uh, a Bruins player. Well, it, yeah, I'll yeah, get my yeah. ex girlfriend so, so, to tattoo your ass of Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> I'll get an ass tattoo of Kodiak wearing a Patrice Bergeron jersey, and you also, whoever uh, does that, gets uh, the the photo, yeah, or the uh, picture. It sounds. I thought electric. they also got the dog. No, no, that that was the thing. If you adopt the dog, oh, like, okay. I don't know. This is getting confusing. What's the question? <laughs> I'll say, Drew, do you have another answer for the Santa Claus one? Or I can go on the next court's, I mean, or court's Chara, next question I mean, if you want. Chara, but if I, it counts, I, just because the playoff beard. I don't know. Who's most jolly on the Bruins? So I was going to say Dustin Bufflin also, but he's not really in the league anymore. Dust, Dustin Bufflin is, is jolly as fuck. Yeah. All right, Drew, you'll definitely have an answer for this one. Also from court, what is the best NHL video game? Yeah, uh, NHL 07 was uh, definitely the best of that series. Uh, a lot of people say NHL 14, um, and that was a good one. But NHL 07 is when they introduced the skill stick, which is like you use the joysticks to like shoot and everything. Before that, it was like the classic NHL 94, smash some buttons. Um uh, I also think 2K had some really good hockey games, and I'm sad that they went out of business. Uh, yeah, the Zamboni mode they had was fucking electric. No, no flack to EA, but also some flack to EA. Like, there's no competition <laughs> now, so EA. they can... Aff- competition is yeah, good. Exactly. They can do whatever they want now, and it can suck, like, and people will still I know, pay for it. Cause the exactly, only and I know a lot of people who say they should just come out with a game every other year, because every other year they actually have a full game's worth of updates. Uh, but, you know... Year to year, that's even a little generous. They're, to be they're also you, but, uh, they're well, also the low. They, they'll never turn down that money. They also yeah. have the lowest budget of like basically all the EA sports games because hockey doesn't have as big of an audience as football or soccer, so or world football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The one that's always gonna hold a special place in my heart is NHL 2002 for the PC back in the day. That game was electric. Mm. Also, elite soundtrack like Jimmy World on there just. Really good stuff. It's just all Jimmy. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, like, I have a lot of problems with, with EA NHL nowadays. Just, I, a lot of it, I think, is because, like, I, I am such a, you know, hardcore hockey fan that, like, the littlest things piss me off when they're not realistic. But, like, it's just some, some like, careless glitches that have been in there for so long. Or, like, I, you know, the goalie is coming, like, 30 feet out of their net on a two-on-one. It's just, like, simple stuff like that where it's just, like, uh, you know, you just want it to be better. Um, I will say this year, I think it took a larger step than I expected as far as gameplay goes. I think there's still a long ways to go, and I'm still not necessarily happy with it, to be honest with you. But um, they did make some improvements this year, which <laughs> the fact that making any sort of improvement is like the bar to get over now is kind of sad and telling. But I don't know. It's a, it's a decent game, I'll say. For casual hockey fans, I think it's, it's probably a, a pretty good game. Um, but for people who like want a more hardcore simulation of hockey... It's just, like, really annoying when your defenseman skates the wrong way and takes a slap shot at your net and your goalie's, like, 30 feet out because that's how they're programmed. But, you know, again, that's just kind of how it is, so. Yeah, so my – I don't have a really good answer for, like, what the best gameplay is. Um, I think the recent 
EA games are totally fine. Like I know they have their issues and whatnot, but like uh, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll never have an issue playing them and like sitting down and doing that. So like I don't know. I'll say like NHL 18 or whatever. Uh, as long as you don't try to like, as long as you don't try to like dive block anything and get a tripping penalty. Um, yeah. Every time. <laughs> so 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 my my nostalgic favorites are NHL hits. Mm-hmm. Um, which I absolutely love. Um, that that whole series of midway games, like the like NFL Blitz and those those things, were always fun. Um, and then NHL '99 uh, was was a good one for me. That was that was the one I played when I was growing up. Um, and then NHL '12 was the one that I like really got back into like hockey gaming. Like, that was my yeah, my NHL senior year of college. Slapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the soundtrack was dope. It was uh, like I had a bunch of friends who like weren't even hockey fans. Who like everyone would come over and we'd we'd get all four controllers going. We'd just play with four dudes on one on one team and get mad at whoever sucked. <laughs> that was that was my that was my favorite time playing NHL games. But uh, yeah, I mean I'm I'm totally fine with what they got coming out now. I just like. I, f- I fully do not understand the economy behind it, but whatever. I do have one more game I'd like to mention, which is the Franchise Hockey Manager series, and this is specifically for people like Lancey who love to, like, dive into the stats and dive into, like, the what-ifs and stuff. It's basically just the NHL, like, the EA series, be a GM mode, where you can't, like, actually play the games, but it's, like, making the trades, signing the players, looking into all that... It's really, really well done. Uh, if you play like Football Manager, which is a popular simulation game for uh, world football soccer here, uh, it, it's it's a lot like that. It's a really good game. All right. Well, I think we're getting about to that time here to uh, wrap things up and ruin the day of anyone who's still listening to this by trying to sing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anybody have some some final words for our uh, our new listeners here? Good luck. Bet you can't. <laughs> You're going to need it, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, well, yeah, we have uh, uh awesome guest coming on again next week. We're going to tease the shit out of it this week, so in case you haven't heard us mention it oh. 7,000 times in this podcast, we're going to keep doing that. And we also have another announcement, which we are just teasing for the first time now in the last couple seconds of this podcast, really on brand. Um, that we will just going to keep teasing. Also, things. we'll be just running into the ground this week. You probably won't you'll, get you'll anything actually meaningful until at least as a, Thursday. As a podcast, but... we're a big tease. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I was. I also uh, wanted to say, like, we're gonna have the uh, the little drop on Friday, and what we have planned for that. Oh, we, yeah. Uh, we're planning to we're do gonna, a little. Yes. Gonna record some content. Yeah, we're planning on doing a little. Oh, yeah. a little uh, drinking game. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. So let's let's talk about it here because I want some people to send in some questions as well. So for Friday, we are going to be recording. Uh, a little bit more of a get-to-know-us episode. We're going to be playing Truth or Drink. Uh, Honestly, all of it should be listener submitted. Yeah, it should be. I think. Yeah, I, so here's really, my thing. Should, I think we should, we should each get one shot at each other to just really grill. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it, most of it should be listener submitted. I agree. Uh, so please send in your questions for us. It does not have to be Bruins or hockey or beer-related. It can be fucking anything the raunchier kind of the better, actually, because I want to see these guys get fucking plastered. I think, so. I think, yeah, for, the, oh, I think for the ones that we give each other, though, it has to be finish your drink or truth or finish your drink. Oh, no, I was going to say just, like, 
we're doing shots. Oh, yeah, I was no. kind of thinking shots. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, Drew, right. you can, fin- you can y'all finish. Y'all are going to get to know me shots. a lot then. <laughs> it's Friday shots on Tuesday. recording it on Tuesday. Friday shots on Tuesday. Jesus. All right. Um, mm. So, yeah, if you if you are listening to this on Tuesday, please send us your questions. We'll be lighting up Twitter tomorrow or today, I guess, by the time you're listening to this. Uh, or, or in last the past, week. by the time you're listening to this. <laughs> Perhaps years in the past, if you're listening to this in the future. Um, and somebody adopt Kodiak so he stops. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's yeah. a very good advertisement yeah, see, for him. Really, if if you didn't like this podcast because the dogs, it's your fault because you could have adopted this dog. So fucking think yeah. about it. <laughs> what the hell, people? What the fuck? He's right here. <laughs> He's literally right there. Uh, so yeah, uh, we are super excited about all the stuff we have coming up. Um, Again, we we started this just to have kind of some fun amongst ourselves, and and we're super thrilled that other people are jumping on board and and having as much fun as we are. Um, We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up, some of which we have mentioned, some of which we're still a little too early to talk about, but um, we are super excited about the, the weeks, months, and years, and decades, and centuries, and millennia that lie ahead, uh, and yeah, we're excited for all of you guys to be a part of the ride. Right on. Right on. All right, right let's on. sing a song. That should be a letter to What was the song we're singing again? Uh, I'm just a kid. I'm just a kid, and I know that now here it goes. Nice. <laughs> I'm just a kid and <laughs> life, life is a nightmare. nightmare. I'm just a kid. Shouts to the kids. See you next week. <laughs>